Hello and welcome to Food Systems, a podcast from the Forum for the Future of Agriculture, where we discuss ideas that can shape a sustainable food system, from farm to fork, from policy to consumers, and everything in between. I'm your host, Robert Graff, and you can find us on Twitter at Forum for Ag. These episodes will be available every other week on all major podcast platforms. Before we get started, we would like to say a quick thank you to the Forum Founding Partners, the European Landowners Organization and Syngenta, as well as the Forum Strategic Partners, Cargill, the International Union for Conservation of Nature, the Nature Conservancy, Thought for Food and the World Wildlife Fund. Please enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Food Systems. Today we're talking to Konstantinos Afianes. He is the co-owner of Afianes Wines on the Greek island of Ikaria and we'll be talking about his farm and about uh, long life on the island. Konstantinos, thank you so much for joining Food Systems today. It's my pleasure, Robert, to see you again. Yeah, just so our listeners know, uh, Konstantinos and I have met in person on the vineyard. Konstantinos, just to begin there, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about Afianas, the vineyards, and about the island of Ikaria? Because it's not something I think most people will have heard of. Uh, sure. Uh, my uh, parents basically began uh, to uh, search about the quality and history of uh, the island. Uh, about 25 years ago, they started in uh, 1997. They had like a lot of passion about uh, the history of the of their uh, home place, and apparently there is so much depth into it, like from uh, mythology to history. And throughout the ages, Ikaria was one of the at least in ancient Greece. It was the first place uh, with with an appellation uh, name for their uh, regarding their wine. And uh, when my parents began again in ninety seven, all this uh, history was f- uh, forgotten. So after basically uh, phylloxera, even though there was uh, production on the island of uh, three, uh, 350 hectares of uh, cultivated land, after phylloxera, people uh, were uh, uh, forced to leave, basically. So we became sailors and other... We, we, we basically forgot the land, in a way. And it, it, was, uh, it was a big, uh, let's say, change for the, for the Icaria. And just for our listeners, phylloxera is is one of the, was one of the great plagues that almost destroyed winemaking all over Europe. Exactly, right? it happened. Uh, it started in uh, the end of uh, the twentieth century, and uh, for uh, about in about fifty years, it destroyed ninety eight percent of the European vineyard. Talking about uh, like huge destruction, obviously. And uh, so uh, it rebooted like after the Second World War. And about the 60s, again, we had the first uh, like uh, awards winning in like in, in Greek contests from other families, of course. But uh, there was always the potential. The quality of the soil is uh, exquisite. Um, and one of the things that I think your parents started, but you've continued, is to produce uh, natural rinds rather than processed. Why did you make that choice to do that rather than the more standard production methods? Well, we, I mean, I always, uh, since my, my father, his main uh, profession is a pharmacist. 
and he knows how much important is uh, well-being for uh, people, for the land, for it's uh, like uh, very basic. And as being a pharmacist, he himself, uh, I remember, uh, he was always trying to avoid the usage of chemical, let's say, uh, uh, from the pharmaceuticals anyway, so as much as possible. Like the pill, for example, for the fever, for everything, when we're at home, it was only like in the very in the toughest uh, situations. He believes in self-immunity, like uh, it's very uh, important. The, the thing is that uh, I had some experiences, because I, I learned only one way in uh, Icaria. I learned uh, the natural way of making the wine. And then as I did my studies abroad in uh, France, I saw the most uh, industrialized way of uh, fabricating and as well the approach on the vines. I had uh, the opportunity, the chance, let's say, to work in very big uh, surface. And uh, it was totally different from what we were doing. I had some very uh, impactful experiences. And as I came back to Icaria, I was... I learned, I was sure I learned what not to do in the vines and in the wine. So this gave me a more, let's say, a radical uh, position about winemaking and uh, in the all, all uh, aspects of uh, life too. Um, I wanted to ask, does the vineyard all, uh, receive any support as a farm from, from the European Union or from the Greek government? And, and if so, what's been your experience with with that kind of subsidy mechanism? Well, it's always, uh, it's not black and white. In the beginning, when we did, when we first started the winery in 2007, uh, we did it with uh, some uh, ESPA uh, funds, it's like uh, from the European Union. So like the co-port uh, was about 60%. Uh, the problem is that when we asked for it, for uh, the, the fund, it was like in 2002 until 2007, where we got accepted. A lot of prices changed in the materials and the building. So like everything about, was about twice the price from before. So that took us, I mean, we still uh, have a loan, for example, to, uh, to pay out. Anyway, and as well with the bureaucracy, uh, there's a lot of uh, hassle. Uh, but uh, during the uh, pandemic, which is now actually we got uh, like a help as well from the um, from the Europe. So as I say, it's not black and white. Uh, mainly, I think we're uh, happy with, with what happens. If the, if you could change anything about these sort of subsidy systems, there, is there anything where you're like, okay, if you would just do that a little bit different, would it, that would make it better? If this is there, is there anything in particular like, oh, that that should be changed or made different? I'd remove the bureaucracy. <laughs> Too much of that, too much paperwork. Are you seeing now the, the impacts of, of climate change on, on the vineyard and the island? Is it substantially warmer now or is it still about where it was before? The situation, uh, we can say it's changing uh, drastically, sadly. We can see, for example, this year was like the, the greatest impact of all. So the vines, basically, uh, when the, the, from 400 meters of altitude and closer to the sea level, uh, after we had a lot of heat this summer, in just before the, the harvest, we had severe uh, burnings on the leaves and on the grapes. So about we had about sixty percent of loss. But because of the geology of the island, uh, well, as you know, we are uh, like a mountain, a big mountain. So everything that flourished ab above uh, four hundred meters of altitude 
exceptional, very good quality. We didn't have any diseases this year. Just a bit of uh, uh, mildew, but like uh, nothing too important. Uh, but we can see, we, I mean, the model, sadly, the model that uh, was uh, about the climate change from uh, Wanabe and uh, Weatheralt in, uh, back in 67, it's, it's, it's real. I mean, maybe it's even a, a bit worse than uh, what they uh, predicted. So are you already working with the vineyard? Are you changing things to say, okay, we, we use some plots less or we put the grapes higher up? Or is it, are you already trying, sort of looking ahead? Yeah, yeah, we're forced to. It's a survival mode that we're in. Uh, we are forced to plant uh, in higher altitudes where we know that the cooler, because the, the weather is cooler, we have a lot of winds uh, here. Uh, so we have to, uh, yeah, plant in higher places that they are cooler to find the, the best, uh, let's say, the, the golden, um, the, the epitome uh, regarding the weather conditions and the climate because uh, terroir is very important for the, the wine and, uh, you know, when you gain in some aspects, you lose in others. The Glary, uh, gladly, it's like a variety, the, the, the local variety of Icaria, the white one. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a late harvest grape, so we have this positive thing. Uh, but Fociano, because it's a very early, pre-premature pre, uh, uh, varietal, this is definitely have to be planted higher. So with the white grape, it's okay. It's not very good for it, uh, excessive heat. So yeah, we will uh, we will find it. We will find anyway. All our vi our vineyards are experimental. Uh, we have uh, like different types of pruning, different types of uh, setting in every altitude. So yeah, we will f we will figure it out. One of the other things I wanted to talk to you about uh, is that Icaria is quite famous for what is known as a, a blue zone. These are one of five or six places on Earth where people tend to both live for a very long time, but they also lead very healthy lives. Why do you think Icaria is really extraordinary when it comes to, to these long life and, and good health results? What can I say about this? It's, uh, I think that the traditional lifestyle that tends to be forgotten now like, you know, the, the family-centric uh, style, which is more close to the nature than it's in the, in the city, uh, uh, which the, the, the speeds, you know, the, the anxiety, the, everything is like, everything has a deadline, you know. This, is, this tends to be so chaotic, so bad for, our, uh, for, the, for the humans, you know, that thing it's... Uh, uh, today, like the oldest, like the older longevity uh, zones are actually the ones that haven't fully integrated yet this uh, modern way of uh, living. People have time, you know, to, to think about themselves. I mean, you don't expect here to see like rich in terms of uh, today, you no know, portion. Uh, everything is uh, as it should be, in a way. We, we spend time, you know, to... To meet, to meet people, to enjoy, you know, uh, to drink wine, to uh, enjoy a, a dinner together, supporting each other, you know, in the bad moments, in the good moments. Uh, this creates like a, a populace that produces a lot of oxytocin, uh, uh, you know, the, the hormones, which is the, the good ones. 
Is it is it difficult for 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 you personally to sort of because you you studied in in France and you spent time in all these sort of different vineyards and you've been you've traveled a lot. Is it difficult for you to sort of switch back into that Ikaria time style or or how do you find that? This is very easy, Robert. <laughs> I was basically missing this uh, even when I was abroad. Because my main realization was that maybe I wasn't appreciating much what I had, but I didn't know anything else, so how could I, you know? And uh, with my experiences, I just understood. It was like clear in my head that if I'm going to live in a place for the rest of my life and if I'd like to grow up some uh, kids, this is the place I'm going to do it. I was wondering because you said before that this sort of lifestyle you said oh it's a bit under threat and you see it disappearing a bit is that it is it sort of that modern life sort of is is coming to Ikaria in a way or or why is it changing now Yes it's uh the problem is that you know as you know we're like a big touristic nowadays I'm mean, not we're not like the big islands but in the August it's uh situation is dire <laughs> my concern my main concern about my uh, place is that uh, we will not get absorbed by tourism and uh, money and uh, you know like we, we and we lose our values we get let's be honest you know Kari always was like a, a place where people were like self so you would grow everything yourself you know so money was not important when you can have your own vegetables, when you can have your own wine, when you can have your own uh, olive oil, uh, fruits, uh, animals. You don't need it. You, need, you don't need anything more. And now you can even have your own electricity, you know. Self-efficiency, you know, it's a very important uh, model. It, and it makes people war, uh, be uh, being more original, more uh, straight, you know. I believe, and as well, it makes people smarter because you get to uh, use your hands to do everything, you know? You create, you repair everything, you... And nowadays, it's, uh, it's, this is uh, almost gone, you know? In the, in, at least in the big cities. You were just talking about the food and growing a lot yourself. One of the other things that the Blue Zone project I very clearly identified is, is sort of the, the diet. Um, what is the diet like on, on Ikaria? And do you think this, this style of, of eating should or could be more applied around Europe or around the world even? I think it should be not. Uh, I mean, uh, like the... We all know about, we all have heard about the Mediterranean diet and ways, right? Like uh, olive oil, like uh, the, co- the Greek coffee, or Turkish coffee, which is more politically correct, I guess. The siestas, the, you know, the power naps. And um, I, I believe that, I mean, from all the researches that have done and we have done at the winery, uh, the things, there's like a pattern that develops. and. Everything, everything begins with the soil. The number one thing in order to have all the others is to have like a a clean uh, land without chemicals, without uh, pesticides and whatever. If you have a clean land, then you can start thinking about all the rest, you know, the food and uh, the vegetables and the flowers and the animals. And then about us, what we can eat, what we can... We're talking about the biocentric uh model 
That is it's the only one known now that is sustainable. We have to uh, focus on that. And this is, uh, this is how this chain, the only way this chain uh, can work and have, uh, can flourish in uh, many centuries after. And this is how it has been. Well, speaking of flourishing, you're, as we said at the beginning, you're the, the co-owner of the uh, of the vineyard now. Is there Are there any projects you're currently working on that you're saying, well, I, I want to do this next for the vineyard or what's, what's next? Like, what, what are your plans for the future of the vineyard? Basically, we have set our uh, goals. Our goals are all around the, the sustainability of, uh, of the environment. I mean, this is... Primary goal, not to wine. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So the projects we have is actually for uh, for us to be as much uh, autonomous as possible uh, for uh, the winery. Like a, a future, the most recent project is to be able to recycle our our water that we use in the winery because uh, there's a lot of usage, sadly, and to to uh, add panels, solar panels, to for uh, solar energy. To uh, dive more into the um, biodynamic uh, cultivation, uh, this this stuff it's very simple, but very essential. I think we're going we're going very good uh, so far. We, we're already working in the vines with uh, only uh, composting that we produce from the leftovers of uh, our harvest. Like the the, the winers already designed. With the Icarian uh, architecture, which is it's providing like this airflow that causes high humidity in the cellar, so you don't have to use anything uh, as a air conditioner or uh, stuff, you know, to keep cool the wine or the the, the wines. I think we're in a very very good uh, road. I'm proud of uh, what uh, what we do. I believe we're. Uh, and we can be as well uh, a model for other uh, people that tend to the earth, and uh, because this is only we have, this is the only thing we have, and it's not it's not ours. This is the most funny thing about it. We're just passengers, and uh, we should keep it this for our kids. Kids are an interesting uh, topic in that sense because one of the problems that's really in Europe everywhere, especially in, in rural areas, is that not a lot of young people want to stay and take over the farm. Is that something you see in Ikaria as well? Or are young people coming home like you and, and doing the jobs uh, again? Or is are people moving to the big cities, moving to Athens and then staying there? Hmm. Yeah, we live in the, century, the era of uh, specialization, right? Learn one thing, and uh, the majority of the people, they uh, they tend to return. They tend to, uh, at least I, I don't know why. It's, uh, at least the the, the 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 male population tends to return for to to uh, work with the land. Of course, it's not as it used to be. I mean, uh, like uh, fifty years ago, everybody was working with the land. Now it's less and less, and it's. It's uh, it's logical. We see more more mass production, so you have uh, let's say less need. But if you come back to Ikaria, uh, you have to work with the, the land. It's like a, it's a necessity, and it's good. It's good health as well for uh, for the people. I'm not 
uh, 100% sure how I should respond to this, but uh, I believe that uh, it's, it's still working on uh, Ikaria. I don't know what happens in the rest of the uh, islands. So we're coming up on, on the end of the podcast. And before I let you go, I wanted to ask you the same question that we ask of everybody who comes on the podcast. That is, if you could give one piece of advice that would really make a difference and increase sustainability in the food system. So anywhere from the farm to the end consumer, uh, what would it be? We have to think in the, in the long run. This is, this is only what matters. Uh, we have to improve our techniques of uh, let's say organic farming, in order for to be able to feed uh, more, more people uh, without uh, destroying our uh, environment, because this is the only thing we have. We, have. we are very young in this, seriously, like all the, 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 the organic farming and uh, you see the plants after all this mistreating they have been through uh, since the industrial revolution with uh, all the fertilizers and uh, the GMOs, I might say as well, I'm not very into this. I think that we have, uh, we have damaged the, the land and we have to try to make it up. Because back then we didn't know, but now we know, you know, how, uh, how important that is for our, for our health in the end of the day, you know. We have to improve our uh, our techniques, and we have to search deeper and deeper into. We, we have to return to the natural world. This is it, I believe. Konstantinos Afianes, uh, co-owner of Afianes Wines on Ikaria. Thank you so much for jo- joining Food Systems today. It was my absolute pleasure, Robert, to see you and speak with you. I really hope we see each other uh, soon. You've been listening to an episode of Food Systems, a podcast brought to you by the Forum for the Future of Agriculture. Look for us in two weeks when we release our next episode. And in the meantime, please don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app, as well as on Twitter at Forum for Ag, for updates on this podcast, news, as well as forum events. Please check out our website, www.forumforagriculture.com, for more great content. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day.